Podtron. This podcast is part of the Podtron Podcast Network. For more, visit podtron.wordpress.com and Podtron Network on Twitter and Facebook. This was Rad. I'm Paul. You don't know my artistic vision! I'm Greg. I want to remake Friday the 13th, but it's all underwater and it all stars sharks. Where two guys force themselves to watch movies from the 80s. Hey, have you seen Vision Quest? I sure haven't. Hell no! All right, let's talk about it. The only thing that's missing is America built a wall. There has to be someone from Ford who went down and went, So, um, what? What happened here, Bob? It's a movie called Red Dawn. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'm going to start this again, and you're going to edit this out. And we are back. This is This Was Rad Podcast, the podcast. You know what? You love it. We do 80s movies. We do them right by reviewing them all for you. I am Paul. I am Greg. Yes, we, I think we kind of missed that last time. I think we just kind of jumped into the into the, the raucous uh, review that was Police Academy last week. Oh, yeah. What a great do that was. <laughs> um. Yeah, you yeah. worked some magic in the editing. Uh, I'll tell you that. I, I tried. I tried. It took me a couple days. Uh, as most people noticed, it, it took a couple days for that one to get out. Uh, that's because uh, every fifteen minutes, I needed a break for myself <laughs> to get yeah. through that. So um, I'm hoping we, we have a little bit more energy and we're a little bit more psyched for this next one. Uh, why don't we? Uh, I, 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 we're doing Bloodsport. Uh, is is this our first Jean Claude Van Damme? Movie? Yeah, I believe it is. Now we say that with almost every movie. <laughs> yes, we, we think do. <laughs> this is the first whatever. I think this time it's true though. Uh, yeah, I think this is the. F- I think this is the first one. I don't think we've done any of his other ones. I can't remember doing his accent, and I feel like I'm gonna nail this one. Um, you know uh, what I really want to nail is young Jean Claude Van Damme's oh, accent. We have a lot to say about young Jean Claude. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, but of course, uh, we have to get right into uh, the show, uh, and we say, of course, we start with Greg. Was Bloodsport rad? Oh, was this movie rad? Yes. <laughs> now, I'd like to say the first time I saw this movie, it was on a uh, favorite station of this was rad TBS. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And I think they should have just called it Sport. Because man, <laughs> was this movie heavily edited. Yeah. Uh, um, yes, it was. But yeah. This this movie was super rad. It was first of all you had one of the biggest action stars of the '80s, Jean Claude Van Damme. He's part of the big trifecta: it, Arnold, uh, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal. Those were the big three. Yes. At least in my house, growing up, those were kind of the the holy trinity of action. I totally agree. And this movie has almost no plot. It's just Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme's gonna fight. And after a weirdly long flashback, <laughs> it's just fighting for like yes. an hour. That's all it is. There's the barest 
of scenes happening in between these fights. I was so confused by Kumite is the uh, most secret of underground fighting that apparently didn't get the memo not to tell everyone. Um, I was going to say, for it being so super secret, it's <laughs> packed to the gills with people. It is. We, Which, by the way, we are going to point out a couple of the unique followers of Kumite because I saw a couple in there I have, I have serious questions for. Um, this movie raises a <laughs> ludicrous amount of questions. Yes, it does. Um, I am with you, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, just one of the top... Um, action heroes i mean sylvester stallone i think we can throw in there as well oh yeah no you know, he definitely um, yeah you're he right was a big he definitely one is up there um late 80s into early 90s well you know yeah top cruise and stuff like that but i mean as far as like kickboxing um raucous things uh this is one of them at the end greg um i think it's only fitting uh now that we have watched the karate kid best of the best and uh and blood sport i think we should also give our final uh, which is the best in the first of the series of karate movies of the eighties? Um, I think okay. I think that's a good thing to review. Just get your your head thinking about that space. But yeah, it 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 was super rad. Like like in this movie when like the floor comes up, like that that was really kind of cool and unique. I which blood sport is it where they put gloves on their hand with the glue? That's that's kickbox. Oh. Then we have a fourth film franchise to go through because I thought that was this movie the entire time. And at the end, when they fight, or, I'm or, like... Or, or Rambo 3. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, I believe... I, are you thinking of when they put the gloves and they dip them in glass? Yes, yes. Well, that's that's that's, that's Rambo 3. That is, that is not... That is not uh, it's none of these. No. It's a completely different genre of movie. Okay. Uh, people, feel free to to like to like come at us. I'm almost positive that is just Rambo because uh, they did a great mocking of it in Hot Shots Part yes! Two. Yes, where they put where the, they with the M and M's and the and the gummy bears, and like gummy bears and like like yes. M and M's. Yes, yes. That's what I was. Th when I think of that scene, that's the scene I see in Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm glad you at least know which scene I'm talking about, though, um, which is good. So, um, so basically, this this movie. It's it's an unusual, it's an underground fight movie where uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is basically trying to avenge his not father, uh, but father figure or or his brother, not brother. I, again, it's it's I almost feel like the movie gets a little too complicated with the two bullet points of plot that it has. Um, so I, I'm very interested to see uh, our take on this. So. Why don't we just go right ahead and get into uh, blood sport here? It says he represents the Tanaka clan. You don't look like Tanaka. Shidoshi Tanaka, train me. What's the whole up? He says Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is his Shidoshi? If Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi, then show us the Dimak. What the hell is a Dimak? touch and uh it, it opens up um who who in god's name is newt arnold i don't know but <laughs> the movie certainly thinks we should know who newt arnold is. he he wrote it produced it it's a it's a newt arnold production i'm like it, it is this like is this like the spielberg of of weird fight movies i don't know i've never seen his name 
And you know me, Greg, I already don't know directors' names in general. Um, I have no idea who Newt Arnold is, but I picture him being a very small man um, who likes to jump in his chair during scenes. You know, like, yeah, 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 more, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Van Damme's just always like, yeah, okay, it's okay, okay, I get it, I get it, I, I'm, I'm there, I'm there, I get it, I, I get there, I get there, it's okay, it's okay. I, uh, <laughs> I just looked up Newt Arnold. Oh, yeah. It... He, he was, uh, of course, the assistant director on The Godfather Part 2. And, uh, 12 Angry Men, I mean, we all knew that. I mean, that aside. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come um, on, that's it? So, <laughs> so... So the man who helped direct what what is widely known as the most popular or the most like the best Godfather movie, uh, it moved on to this rousing film. Yeah, how do you go from wow? That's kind of amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Well, uh, he he really wanted to really just uh shake things up from the mafia scene, I guess. So, um, I guess. Uh, oh, one thing we need to point out before we go too far: this is another film. Made by the notorious Cannon Group. Yes, we know them and we love them. Um, this is this is seriously like the sixth or seventh, I think, Cannon film because they did uh, Delta Force. They did uh, man, what else did they? Do? I don't know. Did they do? Did they do Conan? I don't know. So in the eighties, though, I mean, there's a lot of them, like TriStar, Cannon. Um... There's just a lot of those movie studios that put out a lot of, like, schlocky movies in the 80s. They pumped them out. Like, that's the big thing, right, in the 80s, is they were pumping out these these cookie-cutter yeah. movies so quickly. And these, every small studio that had a $100,000 budget, they could put out a movie. So Well, the, 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 the big one that I always know, and we haven't done it yet, was they did uh, the Death Wish movies. Oh. That was, that was okay. one of their big uh, movies that they made. I see Death Wish were uh, other than that and most of the Chuck Norris movies like they did Invasion USA yeah. they did Delta Force but the ones that we've done uh Highlander I always forget that's a canon movie uh, what else eh, those are those are the big ones I'm not going to waste everybody's time with going over more of these but yeah yeah uh so yeah I mean they were pretty big as far as uh like I said and TriStar and and, and a couple of those other ones they they all kind of did movies like this for for quite a while so the movie, uh, this movie opens up with, uh, you know, a whole bunch of, like, different people, like, training, I guess it's supposed to be, like, an opening training montage um, yeah, of this. exactly what it is. And uh, most of these guys kind of look, uh, you know, they, they look like they're fighting okay. Um, of course, Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. We haven't done this yet. Um, he is in this movie. Um, it does a great job, by the way. He, he's and really yeah, that good. That actor's name is uh, Donald Gibb, and this guy was like the go-to like biker or <laughs> yes. like super yes. tough guy. He yes. was, he showed up in you like any long-running show he was probably on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, like okay, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm willing to put money on the fact that he was probably in an episode of MacGyver. Uh he was mm -hmm. probably in an episode of Punky Brewster. He has to have been in at least one episode of the A-Team. Uh, I'm going to go Simon and Simon, Miami Vice, and... Knight Rider. I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in, like, the Golden Girls. <laughs> Just as a... Like, no, like, you know, like, they have the one where, like, I don't know, they, like, like they break down in between towns and, like, here comes a scary biker. But it turns out he's, what are you a, he's a hilarious nice guy. What are you talking about? You know Blanche dated this guy. 
Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, god, no, I'm dating this man, he gives me the vapors? You wouldn't believe it. You know, and Dorothy's got the witty comeback, oh, the only thing that has vapors is between your legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's 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 probably verbatim from a show. <laughs> it I is. Would, and, then, and, then, and then Ogre walks through, uh, hello, ladies. <laughs> look at him, look at him. He's so, he's so rough around the edges, but he's so, he's so gorgeous. <laughs> this is when I wish I'd watched more than one episode of The Golden Book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh yeah, my I god, you were missing I, so much. It's so good. Got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> so sorry. Good. I I I, I want to do more jokes, but I can't. I can't be as funny as they were. Nope. Yeah. So, um, good. Okay. Golden Girl sketch. Ah, we're crossing it <laughs> off the bucket list. It's, yes. it's gone. So anyway, some of the so some of these guys training like really really caught me off guard. Um, the uh, okay. I'm saying this because this is just how it comes across, okay? There is an African-American gentleman who is from... Uh, I, I shouldn't say African-American. He's African. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, and, just African. You can leave off American. And uh, do, how, how would you say his fighting style is? Um, my, my, my wife called it one style, but I'm like, ah, I don't think I can say that publicly on a... On a oh, was <laughs> it? Um, uh, I know your wife, so it wasn't the uh, the word we were tiptoeing around. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't that bad. No, 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 it wasn't that bad. No, it was a very innocent word in the context okay. of uh, of a. It's kind of. He's got like the um, uh, like uh, was he the one that was like it was like the like the monkey style? He was like on the ground, yeah, like yes, bump, that is exactly what she called it. Yes, she called it monkey style, and I said, um, yeah. I cannot say that in a in a sentence. Uh. I I think you're okay because I think that is legitimately the title. I think it's called Monkey Style Kung Fu. I I believe that's a real thing. Really, Paul? I took karate lessons for like a solid two <laughs> years in like 1987, oh. so I think I'm qualified. So you okay? You know what? You you are better than me. Uh, mine was uh, a little over eight months. Um, I was kicked out for staring at the weapons. Uh, cause those were way cooler. I had, I, <laughs> I, I'm in, uh, we were in karate class, which, which by the way, was in some guy's garage. Okay. Oh man. Right. I took mine at the Y. Look at me. With <laughs> oh, my so, oh karate okay. You with your air conditioning and, <laughs> and organization. Now this was in some guy's garage and it was a legitimate thing, right? Like he had all these kids and he even had adults and stuff like that. Um, but. He had, like, the wall of weapons, like the commas, the nunchucks, and all that. And literally, he was just talking, giving explanation. And I just stared at the wall the entire time. Um, And he kept coming over and go, Harvey! And I'd be like, yeah. And then, like, two minutes later, Harvey! And I was just like, yeah, this is this just isn't going to work. <laughs> I just want to, can I just use that to kill somebody? <laughs> so. I think that's every kid's dream. <laughs> it's like, you're going to walk into one karate class, <laughs> and you're going to walk out like, <clears throat> I have 12 ways to kill anyone. <laughs> I just have to hit the right spot in the body and they're dead. And then you're like, what do you, what do you, we're just going to throw one punch for 30 minutes until we get it right. So, like, it's, so, so I came in hoping I would, I would, I would have two lessons and, and these would be official weapons. I would have to, I would have to register. Instead, you want me to look like I'm riding a horse and punch the air for 30 minutes. I don't, I don't think this is what I was looking for. Um, I think I'm just going to join the police force. Yeah. They'll just give me a gun. <laughs> they will. It's amazing. Immediately. Uh, after our last movie, I don't even have to be qualified. <laughs> no. Nope. I just got to find nope. a nondescript city that has a, has a has a shortage of police officers. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's 100% right. So. 
anyway, it's probably where you got the idea. So it anyway, was. we see we see all these people that are training, and then we see Frank Dukes oh. training. Oh. And wouldn't you know it, somebody comes up to him and they go, hey, wait a minute, the colonel needs to see you. Uh, are we are we going to skip over the lone, the lone janitor who's sweeping the mat? <laughs> I mean, if you really want to talk about it. <laughs> I just, because, uh, okay, the only reason I love that scene is because he, he just, he just looks at, he just looks at the camera and smiles. Like, I enjoy my job. There's a lot of, like, weird stuff happening in this movie. That's probably just the start of it. So, the, um, so, Frank Dukes is like, I'll be right there. I just need to shower. And, uh, of course, he slips the guy immediately. I, how dumb is this guy where he's like, sir, the, the, the colonel told me I have to accompany you back. Oh, a shower! Oh, well, by all means. Why would, well, hold on. Okay, let's just address this stupid Frank Dukes is the ultimate asset in, in the U.S. military. They are all over this guy. They need to know where he is 24-7. Is it like, is he like on the Delta Force? First of all. Is he the guy they call when the president goes missing? But, but he's, you say, and they say it multiple times, like, wait a second. I, you know how much money we spent on you, Dukes? Like, does he have bionic implants? No, what, yeah, is he, is what, he the $6 million what, man? What, is that why what? they have to know where he is at all times? I'm, no offense, but, I mean, Frank Dukes, really good at karate. Seems like he's probably pretty good at the armed forces. Um, I think he graduated with a class of 1,200 other people. Um, maybe get one of them to help. I, I don't, that, that whole military premise, it falls apart so fast. Like, it should have been like, you know, as we see, his master that he has a son or something like that why isn't he trying to stop frank from going to this somehow like that makes more sense the military angle just doesn't it, it it's stupid it doesn't make any sense at all the the only reason they have that is because i i'm convinced that they wrote okay supposedly first of all this film says it is based on a true story at the very end yes it, it is based on frank frank dukes who is a real person who really did fight in kumite um which again apparently not as secret as they like to make it out to be who, who um frank frank dukes oh, by the way went on to produce some van damme movies uh, later yes, on in the yes van damme, i know uh filmography yeah um so i'm i'm assuming one of two things happened his story like wasn't exciting enough of like i'm I'm going to go to Hong oh, Kong yeah, and be the first like Westerner to win. Or he legit went AWOL and they were like, oh, well, we'll put it in the script that the military, you know, I had to duck the military while I was fighting. Yeah, it seems like something that's added for more tension when really he probably just got on a plane, flew to Hong Kong, had a very nice quiet meal, fought in Kumite and went home. Um, but I don't feel like that would translate to the screen very well. So he goes ahead and he um, and he goes to visit his uh, master, as we find out. And Wait. He doesn't call him master. He they they they're using all the the names. So I'm I'm saying it now. It's probably not a popular opinion. Frank Dukes, you're a weeaboo. You're a weeaboo, Frank Dukes. Oh no, I thought just it was, use the regular name. I thought it was a round eye. <laughs> are those things exclusive? I don't think they are. are they? Well, <laughs> be both. One of them I know what it means. The other one is a word you just used. <laughs> you know, a weeaboo, someone who's a little too into Japanese culture and uses all the technical Japanese terms. Ah, uh, well, hold on. I think we know people like that. That maybe we should just <laughs> maybe calm down a bit. Um, I, I'm I okay. Not. 
<laughs> you will not. Will not calm down. Okay. Well, you know what? Not when not when weeaboos are being discussed. You know what? You know what, Greg? I just I, I speak for the people. Okay. I'm yeah, I am the Lorax. Speaking... I am the Lorax of the weeaboos. <laughs> You're the Lorax. <laughs> now there's a movie. The Lorax of the weeaboos. Yes. Yes. I'm just. Uh, I speak... And it's all rhyming like it's Doctor <laughs> Seuss. <laughs> What rhymes with waifu? Uh, 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 I don't know. Yes, yes. Kung fu, maybe? Uh, I don't know. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> Large hitting kimonos, are they always? With the waifu, they will marry in, in Tuesday. I don't know. I, don't, I'm, I also can't oh. rhyme. I am not. I'm not. Uh, Dr. Little? Seuss. Dr. Seuss. I'm going to edit this out to make myself sound so smart. Anyway, yeah, so, Dr. Seuss, isn't he from Massachusetts, Dr. Seuss? I believe he is. Uh, so anyway, um, th- he goes and he visits his master in, in uh, Satoshi, I think it is, uh, or Tashi or Satoshi, whatever, something like that. And so he goes to visit him and he pretty much says, you know, I'm going to go fight for your honor. Um, oh, no, no. He walks in and he sees the sword first. And this is where we take a deep dive into a very fragmented flashback. Okay. First of all, just pointing it out, young Frank Dukes, uh, short bus rider. Uh, can we agree? Short Frank Dukes. They say, "Oh, you didn't flinch. You have fighting spirit." I'm going. No, he didn't flinch because I think his brain is not functioning <laughs> yes, like normal yes, people's yes, brains. Yes, I feel like there's um, a three he, second delay between action and reaction for Frank Dukes. I no, I I firmly believe if that shot just stuck, <laughs> and it's so so it's like for people that are watching us, it's just holy shit! <laughs> like just all of a sudden, that's what's gonna happen. Yes, yeah, um, and. and I don't know who they got to play young Frank Dukes, but they said, we need you to do a French accent. And he went, uh, we? Oui? <laughs> uh, I can do that. <laughs> ah, you because... to my favorite baseball cap. <laughs> because he, this kid does the worst French accent. Oh, no. They clearly overdubbed <laughs> him with someone who had somehow an even worse <laughs> French accent. <laughs> Like, so that's not even the, so that's not even the real kid trying it. You think that they found another kid? No, that kid is dubbed. That is a hundred percent. I guarantee <laughs> you that is what happened. There's no way. Is this? Hold on. Is it like the Darth Vader thing where he still had to say the lines in a French accent and then they still oh, went no. back? The kid came with a French accent, but I think I think what happened <laughs> afterwards, it was probably um oh uh, Newt <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> Guys, 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 I think of what we gotta do. Okay, I, I really like the French accent, but you know what? We need more, we need more French! No, I think, I think he was like, he goes, God damn it, I said French, not French-Canadian. I don't want some kind of Quebecois accent to the, because that's what, that's what the kid came in with. So he was all yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very, like, Canadian. So I, and uh, he's I, like, no, 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 we need, we need traditional, like, Parisian French. Uh, I, I like to I like to watch the Canadians and then I take uh, the sword and I slash the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, you know I what? want to learn to fight. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna listen. Uh, why don't you go over there and, and have a Molson and we're gonna figure this out over here. Uh, get me somebody who's French. Um, there's we have to wrap this up. I have a tickets to a Leafs game. So I I am positive. What happened is he went to the he went to the casting director and goes, okay, we need to overdub him with someone who's French, and and the casting director simply found someone with a French name and yeah. said, 
can you do a French accent? <laughs> can you do a questionably effeminate child's French accent? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. You got it. Yeah, uh, so uh, your, your name is uh, John uh, St. LaRue. Are, are you French? Correct. Uh, you know, it, more or less, yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah. so what we're looking for is um, we're looking for an overdub of a French accent. Oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm you, familiar. All right, uh, just cut the check, make it out to cash for tax okay, purposes, but and uh, I'll, we, I'll be there. No yeah, problem. but can we get a little bit of sample of your French accent? Like, we, uh, we, we, I am French. Here we go, what do you think? Oh, my God, that was just beautiful. Oh, I don't, yeah, cancel everybody. And in the lobby, it's just more French people than you could possibly throw a stick at. But this guy <laughs> said, we, oui, we, oui, and they just went with it. Yeah. Uh, for breakfast, I had a croissant. A croissant? You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm French on uh, my mother's side. <laughs> so I guess. I don't know. So this kid this kid stumbles and bumbles his way through, I can well, only assume, we... is, is just a, a travesty of a childhood where no matter how good he is at fighting, he continues to get his ass kicked no matter what. It, so to, to to set the scene for those who actually aren't familiar, it's basically two kids and and Lil Dukes. Lil Dukes. They hear a noise and bail. Yes. Frank Dukes is just like no, 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 I'm no. just gonna no. stay here with a dumb look on my face and pick up this katana. Uh the the Japanese man's son runs over and just drops him. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. One hit, Hold on. he's down. He can't... Uh, first of all, I like the idea Lil Dukes, so we're going with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. gives him a swift donkey punch to the balls, and of course the kid went down. I'm like, that's not even karate. That's that's just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we we see what makes zero sense in the flashback, what they should have cut to. They should have just started out with him training. But again, I'm assuming this is like Frank Dukes telling his story, where he was, where he probably was saying, like, I broke into this guy's house. And then he he said, oh, you know what? You've got fighting spirit. So how about you help me train my son? And then and then I was so good. He ha he just trained me. And then I went to go fight in the Kumite. Like, it's, yeah, it's, that, that is exactly how it comes across for sure. I mean, I, I, it's definitely a flashback to tell the story of Frank Dukes, how he got to where he is. And then we see uh, uh, and the best part about this, this flashback is it never ends. Um, <laughs> it keeps going, and they keep they keep cutting back to the future just to let you know <laughs> that he's still there. Claude Van Damme is still staring <laughs> off in the space. Yes, yes. Instead of like interjecting him throughout the movie, it's like no, we should just front end all the all those, and they're all, and you know, Newt's like, uh, but we kind of we kind of shot it in in a piecemeal thing, so each one has been like packaged as a single scene, and like the producers are just like, mm, no. No, just put them all together at once. And and so he's just like, Van Damme, I just need you to stare into space for about 40 minutes so we can get some good shots. And that's all he did for like a day was stare into space. And then, so then we see the training montage of, of kind of what he's going through of, of learning to do all of these things. Um, some of this stuff is like really, really weird. The, the blind training, uh, definitely foreshadowing. It's very easily there. And and look, in as in as much like fun as we're having this, like these are solid montage training montages. These are solid. They're not bad. Yeah, they're not. They're not bad. Where he's like he's getting the crap beat out of him. 
you know, but, but he's still like, thank you. You know, like he's taking it like a champ. And then they're doing the thing where like they, they string up like his arms and his legs. Yeah, and that's the classic one, right? Yeah, he yeah, He has yeah. to like pull himself out. Like, it's, it's, it's solid like schlock kung fu, but it's, it's, it's exactly what you signed up for if you wanted to see a movie <laughs> like Paul and I may have in the <laughs> 80s. Hmm, blood <laughs> Yes. I wonder what this film is about. Well, you you get yeah. a good training montage about 15 minutes in. It's pretty and, solid. And, and I'll say this. If you love the Van Damme split, uh, you oh. will love this montage because I counted five in the in the first montage at, at all. Uh, yeah, they love showcasing that. So look, I think we can probably skip straight ahead to where he arrives in Hong Kong because it's it's just training, 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 training. He's in Hong Kong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that that's really where it kind of goes to. And so this is where we find out that he's he has been invited. It's an invitation only. He's been invited to this secret thing called the Kumite, where it's it's basically absolutely no rules. You know, two men enter, one man leave. Yeah. Kind of fighting. Yes. It doesn't matter your fighting style. It doesn't matter, you know, what they, you do. They don't yeah, like yeah. have like it, weight it, classes. It's just two men are fighting who and what 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 are the three ways? You knock your opponent out, so you make the other guy yell uncle, it's some other word. Mate. Or you uh ring out. Those are the three. The yeah. three ways to win. So so uh, Mate is Mate. That's that's right. Because Kumate yell, is, yell Mate. Right. That's like I give up. Right. So um yeah, so he gets there. And um, so he he shows up. He goes into the bar, and then this is where we find um, the reporter lady. I, I'm I'm not sure what her name was. Again, she's just an, an interjected character into the story that really doesn't help the story very much. It's just set up for some some classic things that my brother and I would always do, where we would we would be like, "Hey, oh oh, you want to play?" Uh... You want to play River City Ransom that we rented for the Super Nintendo? Okay, I'll tell you what. It's my turn to go first, but if you can grab this quarter from my hand, oh, that's... I'll let you be Mike. Oh Agar my God, this time. that's like way later, isn't it? What isn't isn't that uh, that guy is that's the uh, the Middle Eastern guy? That's uh, that's way later. Oh. My 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 brother and I constantly when he comes back and he's like now I'm going to show you a trick or two <laughs> constantly we would say that in that because the guy has such a stupid overdub voice where they again they hired one person and they're like just do a bunch of voices and the guy was like um okay um well uh, it's the same guy it's the same what guy what if I just talk like this like it's so stupid so so you did the French accent can you also do uh Middle Eastern oh yeah sure um. <clears throat> Uh, you, now I'll show you a trick or two. I like it. I hear it. I like it. I hear it. Yes. Wait till you hear my Asian accent. USA. Oh, a okay. <laughs> um, maybe we'll get a real Asian person for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Hey. Thanks. Thanks for the bone. God, this guy is a diva. <laughs> so, uh, Frank meets up with um, uh, Ray Jackson, uh, or Ogre, as we're just going to call yes, him for the rest yes. of the movie. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And uh, wouldn't you know it, they're playing Karate Champ. And of course, everyone knows actual fighting style translates to video games because video games are always 100% accurate to the real world. Not even that. I was like, is this, is this really a thrilling action scene in this movie? Cut to camera. No, the answer is no, it's not. It's, It's three shots, video game screen, hands moving joysticks. 
their faces looking strained. And it's just those three scenes like eight or nine times in a row. And I was like, I, I'm not really, I, I'm very concerned for the rest of this movie of how the fighting is going to be. If this, if Newt is saying, you know what I need guys to really sell my action thriller karate movie called Bloodsport is an eight minute scene of two guys playing video karate. Um, because I think it's, I think it'll be a real bonding moment for them. Well, I mean, you were, in, you know, you helped with Godfather too. I'm gonna, we're gonna just say yes to whatever you say. I wasn't in Godfather. Drugs. Exactly, exactly. Where's the guy with the French accent? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, look again. Long story short, they get to the hotel, they meet, they become buddies. Yes, and then off they go to the Kumite, and this is where we kind of learn the the rules of the kumite uh we get to see that cool scene with the brick breaking where the guy's like you couldn't possibly have yeah. learned from blah 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 unless you know the what is it the the, the I, death punch i don't know i didn't catch any of that I, and and by that, that that's not a cultural thing i just some of these things it's like they kept saying stuff and it's just it it, it sounded odd I don't want to say necessarily just made up, but it, it to me, it was like, they're just speaking gibberish to make it sound like this is something really cool. Um, but yeah, he has to break the brick and he, of course, you know, uh, pick a brick, uh, the top one, you know, cause, uh, and then the guy's like, no, the bottom one. And it's like, well, dear God, this movie's going to be terrible if he doesn't break this movie. Uh, Matt, what, how does this movie end if he doesn't break that brick? What, wouldn't that be amazing? And then it just follows Jackson <laughs> ogre for the rest of the movie. Duke, Duke's got and his Frank hand Duke's in a cast. like his corner man. No, he's got his hand in a cast and he just has to watch from the sidelines, all sad and dejected. And, yeah, and you just sit down with that. Imagine the audience and you're like, man, man, Jean-Claude Vadon, I've seen him in movies. He's going to be, uh, is he really just sitting there? <laughs> That would be amazing. It w- it w- and I will say, um, there is a classic line. He, you know, he of course does does the does the brick breaking. Yeah. And um, and then uh, I will always for the rest of my life on my deathbed I will have Alzheimer's and I will have forgotten everything except the bad guy's name in this movie. It's Chong Lee, not to be confused with strongest woman in the world. <laughs> Chun Li of Street Fighter fame. It's Chong Li. I, I will never forget it. I did. And um, he <laughs> says, "Bricks don't hit back." And I really wish Jean Claude Van Damme had said, "Yeah, that was better when um when Bruce Lee said it in Enter the Dragon," <laughs> because that is one of the most yeah, famous is. scenes when he just looks at the guy and goes, "Boards don't hit back." Boards don't hit back. It's the same line. It's so stupid. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> but anyway, well, Chong Lee. Chong Lee is is the bad so guy. He's I, got the. Uh, I am with you. I thought the, I, I I did. I heard Chun Lee until I saw it written out, and then I was I I literally went to my notes and I had to scribble. Chong Lee. Yes. Um. Chong Lee played by uh Bolo Young is his name, and this guy was in. I'm not joking. He was almost in like every 80s movie where they had a tough, strong uh, Asian person. Wasn't he? He was constantly in movies. Wasn't he in Best of the Best? Not was he not in the, Best of the Best. I don't, I don't think. I don't he think. Was, I don't think he's the main guy. But I thought he was in that movie. That's where I thought I recognized him from. He was in. He was in a lot of other Van Damme movies, if I'm not mistaken. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But he just. His his IMDb page is just like the guy was like never not working. He was a, a staple in the yeah. 
so as as you kind of go through this movie, um, the military thing comes up. There's two inspectors that are following him around. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, what's his face there? Uh, Jackson, not Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, no, who's the uh, one of the inspectors there? Oh, oh, oh! The, yeah, so there's there, there's these two guys that are chasing them, and I don't know who they work for because they're in like really nice suits. The military? No, they're the military. But... <laughs> they're there for the military. I, I guess. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, one of them is some white guy, and the other one is Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, uh, yes. In in a very early role. Yes. I don't care for these two whatsoever. They're kind of stupid. Um, I will say the only good thing about them being in this movie is somebody recut the chase scene where they're chasing Van Damme through Hong Kong and, you know, like jumping yeah, on yeah, boats yeah. and stuff. They recut it to the Mentos commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. Ah. Uh, I think that that's will the only be on the Facebook page tomorrow. It's really well done. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way to enjoy that scene uh, because it was really slow and stupid as far as that goes. Um, but this is where we get to the um, th- this is where we get to the uh, the scene where uh, he goes to meet with the girl and the guy. You know, if you can take the coin from my hand, um, I think it was a clever trick where he replaces the quarter with the other one. However, it's a very 80s thing where the guy goes, oh, you know, I, I'm going to take you. And, and John claude Von Time is like, uh, I, think, uh, I think she is coming with me, right? And, and tell you what, how about we flip for her? And she goes, wait a second. And John claude Von Time just kind of gives her an eyeball like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, he's still flipping a coin for her. He wins the coin. He looks back at her and he gives her this look like, yeah, yeah. Right? And I just wrote down, uh, so now we have the sex? <laughs> yeah, basically, I, uh, you know, it's, it's, we, we like to joke that there's this perception now that women are like vending machines. <laughs> and if you just do enough nice things, like you put enough coins <laughs> yes, in them, yes. they just have to give you whatever you ask for. So I guess, I guess in this case, uh, the, the, the price for whatever he wanted out of her was literally just trick one guy with a quarter. That yes. was, that was, that was the cause. Yes. Uh, I tried. Which, Paul, you and I know in real life, women do not like magicians. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Uh, sometimes. No, 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 no. They like attractive men who happen to be magicians. Oh, yes, if yes, yes, yes. Club yes. and you're a magician. <laughs> yes, that ain't yes. that ain't doing nothing. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that that is correct. You are, you are correct. It, it's um, you know, listen. Uh, he's a nice guy. He just uh, he's very he's very close to his doves. Uh, you know, I, I think he just wants to be, uh, kind of respected and, and understood. And, and that's about it. You know, that's, that's kind of the way it goes. Um, so. yeah. So anyway, uh, this, this woman is trying real hard to get information on the Kumite. You know, she, where is it? How, where, you know, everything. She wants yeah, to know everything. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's giving her the old stone wall, like, hmm, oh, there's something called the Kumite. Hmm. Oh, hmm. I have to go do something else. Which, which doesn't make uh, sense because so. Once they get to Kumite, once they get down there, there's a room full of people. I mean, it's it's oh, there's bets happening. Yeah, yeah. It's now, just now, like a free okay, okay. I have a question for you. We need to explore who this person is. As the camera, I know exactly who you're talking about. As the camera pans, it's majority older Asian men betting, except for Dolores, <laughs> who who is. Who is dressed in some sort of flowery debutante from the South getup and a hat 
and she's screaming for the blood sport. And I'm just like, what is Hurst? How did Dolores come from, from little town, from, from little Marriott, Georgia to Hong Kong to watch men beat each other to death? She has a story I want to explore. So agreed. <laughs> agreed. I would love to watch the movie about how she got to where she was. I also love how in the middle, when she finally gets into the blood sport, and she's watching it and she's like horrified. She can't just have a notebook. She pulls out a cassette recorder, like covertly trying to like talk into yes. it. And it's like, just write it down, lady. Like No, 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 Greg. I think the only way to get it is to is to be like, okay, so uh it appears that oh, ah! Ah! No no and, and, and then what I think is gonna be ah! he's going <laughs> that, that's her recording. It's just, it's little bits would, of her I words with people to, screaming at her. I would love to hear the tape of her giving the play-by-play, <laughs> but she has to be quiet about it. Exactly. Right. And, uh, okay, we have uh, Frank Dukes over here, and oh, the man. Oh, oh, went for a sweep. Oh, he, had in a, he has him in some kind of grapple, and he has broken that man's arm, and the bone is out the match. No. Oh, and the match is not, it's not over. The man is fighting with his bone, hanging out. Absolutely riveting. We have a kick to the face of the match. So, 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 so look. I, 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 by the way, I, I will be putting golf noises in the background. Because uh, <laughs> nice. I, I do love the idea, but I think it's the opposite. Even though she's whispering, she still, she still, she still, she still, she still sounds like JR from, from, from WWF. <laughs> Oh my God, King! Oh my God! It's a slobber knocker out there! Oh my God, Frank Dukes! <laughs> Wait a minute! My God, that is Stone Cold Steve Austin's music! What in the hell is happening? No, no, no! The debutante's doing that! Oh my God, King! Look at him now! <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be a dragged out fight! Oh my God! <laughs> my God, he's got him in the coquina clutch! <laughs> I miss that guy. Oh my so god. Much. Uh, and on a serious note, yes. Bobby the Brain Heenan passed away. Very sad. Super very, sad. Very sad. One of the greatest, greatest heels I remember. What a good when do you remember Amazing. when he was commentating? Oh my god. What no. a great like heel commentator. So I believe good. it uh, I believe it was him and Jerry the Lawler, uh Jerry the King Lawler who started out and yes. then JR came on later. Bobby the Brain, he was great. Um, he had a podcast uh, for a very long time. I think in the last month or so is when it, when it dropped off. But he, but he had lots of great interviews with old wrestlers. Um, that was just really well done. And uh, just he loved, loved, loved the sport of wrestling. Like he behind the scenes, he was just a phenomenal guy. So that's our little Bobby the Brain Heaton breakdown. But yes, very, very sad. Um, I did just start writing down who these people look like to me, and I just want to know if you, if you're with me here. So obviously we Please have. Please tell me you saw one of them and you immediately wrote down Coco Beware. I did. Uh, I I wrote down Coco Beware. Uh, I also saw Alex Rodriguez of uh, New York <laughs> Yankees fame. Uh, a Rod. A Rod. A Rod at the Comite. Uh, all of a sudden. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, seven people with Boston Red Sox hats <laughs> yes, yes. pop up and start booing the shit out. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> boo! Boo! Um, we have Monkey Style Fighter. Um, uh, my favorite, I, I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but 
Braun was in there with the red trunks, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, give him his castle and Kumite, <laughs> Kumite. So <laughs> I did picture him just off in the. I don't, I don't give a piss ass what happens at the end of this fight as long as I get my castle. It's a fine place, isn't it? A fine place. I never thought I'd end up settling down in a place like this. You won't. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yeah, it was really so, so, <laughs> some of these guys are like really interesting. I'm sorry. Are you okay? I think it's it's a slow burn. <laughs> like the more I think about it, the funnier it is. Oh god, that's good. <laughs> so, so, so you have all these guys fighting, um, going one on one. Basically, the first round is it's an elimination match. The only thing that really happens in the first one that's really kind of interesting is Chong Lee. Um, he has the world record for the fastest knockout in Kumite. In the first yes. one, he knocks a guy out and beats his own world record. And in the scenario of the Frank Dukes movie, not Frank Dukes the real life, Frank Dukes the movie, yeah. his first fight, he also knocks somebody out in the fastest time. Um, and now, this this really does reek of of something that I personally am a gigantic fan of, and that is that is a a, a thing on the internet that, that goes by usually one of two names or or phrases, and and it's it's these these are the two of them. Um, and that man's name was Albert Einstein is 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 one version or just shit that didn't happen or is is the other one and if you just start recounting what happens it sounds like that kid that paul and i like went to grade school with who swore his uncle worked for nintendo <laughs> yes and he yes. had all these games that <laughs> yeah. never existed yeah but, yeah but but like he couldn't bring them to you because his uncle took them when he left well, and like he went you back know to like, no, like, like he told me like he promised me like i could use it i could play at, at his house um, and he lives like two states away, and I only visit him on like one day of of the year. But I get to like he has like he's he's got um Kong of the Street um fighter racer, and it's really super cool. It's the best game that you'll ever meet uh, see. But it, I I can't tell you anything more about it um because my uncle said so. Yeah, like and like Frank Dukes is like look, I'm sorry, but the the. So Frank Dukes is the only like white person to be trained by this 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 one man from Okinawa. Uh, ducks the military to, to yes. get to Hong Kong. Fights in this kumite that's like super secret invite only. Uh, beats the record of the guy who just beat his own record. <laughs> yes. It's like it's so ridiculous. Now, all the stuff that now, he does in this movie. The, but the only thing that's the only thing that's crazy is at the end of the film is when they go over like because this is it. Can, are are we on point? This is the first film that ends with words on the screen that we've done instead of yeah, maybe. instead of words on the screen at the beginning explaining what's going on. This yeah, movie waits yeah. till the end. Like, hey, we are bucking the system here in the, of of eighties movies. We put our words at the end. Um, at the end, it does actually say he holds like he held like five knockout records in the world. My thing is, is I don't think it was his first time on the mat that that happened. Yeah, I, I, I kind of doubt where it was like, <laughs> first, first, first punch. I set a record. Yeah. Right, I'm, right. So, right, right. So he's just recanting the tale to like, like his buddy back home. He's like, so what was it like at the Kumite? I get the world record. Fastest knockout. Wow. Wow. That is, that was really, I mean, what we, it was, it was like a couple days in like or was it no man it was like i just stepped on the mat man i felt it feeling good you know i was eating clean yeah and yeah. uh you know i just, uh, I just punched this guy man like 
That was it. Boom. The first guy? Yeah, no, first first guy. Well, punched what? him. Boom. Was he down? Was he like set the record? Was he completely out of your right weight there. class? Like, he was, was he way smaller than you, or did he not have skills? No, man, he was like a giant of a man. He was like two feet taller than me. He had the reach and everything, but you know, he, just, he couldn't. He couldn't. Uh, you know, I just uh, I had my head right. You know, I was yeah. meditating, uh-huh. and uh, you know, I was just, boom, one punch, man, one just, punch, just, just the one. Well, you must. have, I mean, took, you man. must have beat everybody after that with one punch. I mean, you beat the first guy with one punch. Well, no, man. You know, I couldn't because I used I used that move, and uh, you know, I had to. Everybody knew the move, so the, the one the punch, punch didn't work they, anymore. You know, you only use that once. They, so they figured out your one punch. Yeah, you know, you know, it's like the one inch punch. You know, like once everybody knows it, you got to change it up, or it just doesn't work anymore. You know, so if I tried the one punch, it would have blocked it, and I would have looked like an idiot. So you went to Hong Kong, New Jersey. I might have gone to the Hong Kong Mandarin over in Trenton <laughs> or Riverdale, maybe. Yeah, it was like one of those. That, two. that makes much more sense. Uh, <laughs> but I punched the first guy I saw. I just punched him. I knocked him right out. So, so, so they so they go through all these fighting, um, and they go they get through the first day. There's no leaderboard. You don't even. That's the that's the thing that really did kind of get me. There's a couple guys the that they stakes in this are hard to keep track of. There's yeah. a few guys they kind of focus on. You kind of familiar, like I said, Braun and and A Rod and stuff. But but even still, even on the second day, they start introducing new people for you to kind of get in. So it's like other than Ray Jackson, Chong Lee, and, and Frank Dukes, everybody else is so superfluous. Like they they just they don't have any bearing in the movie um and uh, you, you so see a lot of these care. fights and you see a lot of these fights between people who you have no idea who they are and you just see them fighting right, each other right um i i, I really it, that was the part of the movie for me that it kind of got kind of got like as stupid as everything else is i'm like frank dukes wins at the end like uh, th- there's no like there's no setup here like okay him and chong lee but all this intermediary fighting there's, there's really no stakes at, at, at play here. Um, yeah, I agree. So it, it kind of felt off to me uh, as far as that goes. Uh, and we... I don't know, I don't know how much you want to spend. So, so basically, the no, the, the the woman reporter is watching. Yeah. Everyone is fighting, and uh, Chong Lee. We see him break a guy's leg, and like the bone comes out, and the crowd goes wild. They love it. So great. Yes. yes. And then eventually, Chong Lee and Jackson fight. Yes. Yes. And, and Frank Dukes is doing what he like, like classic, you know, when you know the other guy is going to get really screwed up because the the guy who's not fighting is giving him all these tips. And the guy who's fighting is like, oh, come on, I'm going to be fine. Well, first of all, you just put him on the ground and you know it's a knockout submission or out of the ring. If you look over there, he's not out. He's not out of the ring. And he didn't say, Matei, maybe don't go celebrating. But I did. I, I did write down typical American claiming he's what claiming victory without actually winning wink wink yeah <laughs> thank you so, and so um <laughs> now so, so he goes to the hospital of course chong lee just wrecks jackson yes, of course and takes his harley davidson headband yes which i did like i like that chong lee is a fantastic bad guy great he's a great, great bad, bad guy, guy right he's tough he's scary it's great right he he, he doesn't he he doesn't pull punches and he and he works to intimidate his opponent. It's great. They go. They take Jackson to the hospital. I just want to go through this one quick scene only because of this. Okay. The girl and Dukes go there. Right. Thank God Jackson's okay because it almost looks like he's dead at, at one point. Um, he's gonna be okay. But then the woman starts going, "Oh my God, this is terrible. How could you do this? I can't believe he almost killed you." 
And I'm like, haven't, hasn't your job been to investigate the Kumite where you have asked questions like, is it fight to the death? Do people actually hurt each other? What did you expect to happen? Like, is it because, is it yeah, because you know him know. that the state, that it's more personal or are you just an idiot? It, it, that, that made no sense to me either. I'm with you. I have no idea yeah, she, what they kind of expect. Yeah. I, I, I mean, know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't get it. I did love the doctor who's like, Hey, get out. No, <laughs> well, I'm trying to work here. No, get out. That's because he can't find a goddamn pulse. He keeps putting that gut, the stethoscope all over Ray Jackson's chest. He's like, oh, it's here somewhere. It's here somewhere. It's, is it here? Is it here? Is it uh, talking? I can't find. Is it here? I don't even know if he's alive. I'm sorry. Can you leave? I can't even tell if this man is alive. So, so of course, <laughs> what what what's going to happen next? They decide to, you know, go back to the Kumite. Yes. And he's going to fight Chong Lee. Yes. Now, the lead up to the last fight, Frank Dukes fights his guy. It's a tough fight. Ha ha. He wins. Um, Chong Lee does, in fact, kill a person. Now. Oh, actually, yeah, this, this is important to right. talk about, actually. Yeah. It's important to find out why two agents of the U.S. military are okay sitting in an audience watching another man kill another man in cold blood. And they just kind of go, yeah, I guess I'll look at the wall, too. Like. Why are you not leaving and calling any authority at that point? Um, I guess I kind of understand that because they've been getting stonewalled from almost everything. So I think at this point they're just like, well, <laughs> is that so, wait a second? Can I can I also do that in my life? Like I want I, yeah. I want to buy a car, but the bank keeps stonewalling me on a loan, so I'll just steal it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you work for the government, like you, you can just do whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. So you're putting that caveat in there. I have to work for the government. Yeah. Listen, I can't work for the wink, wink government. <laughs> wink, wink government. My eye will. My eyelids would fall off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. And and what's great about the scene when he kills a guy is the judges get upset and they turn their back on Chong Lee, who's like horrified. He's super angry. And he's like, now I'm going to take it out on you, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they fight. They do. Um, they f they fight. Oh, uh, Ducks beat Braun. Yeah, he did not get his castle. Um, no. Uh, spo spoiler alert for season eight. Uh, Braun doesn't get his castle. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, Chong, Chong Lee and Ducks, uh, Duke start fighting. If only we had seen some scene earlier in this movie that would have some sort of foreshadowing to this last fight. If only. Uh, if only we had seen something in a nine-minute flashback that would give us a right. hint. Uh, Chong Lee pulls out a, uh, I'm going to guess like a salt tab or something like that. Or It's, it, it's the classic WWF move <laughs> where I believe Yokozuna's manager would constantly throw dust into the yes. eyes of his yeah, opponent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well... I was kind of disappointed that nobody pulled out pulled out a razor blade and cut their own forehead while while someone was in the corner like bashing them. Um, because uh, by the way, go read up on those stories. The places they had to hide razor blades. Oh god. Oh my god. Like uh, I forget who the wrestler is. He hid one in his mouth because it was the, that's it was the only way to insane. do it. Right. And yeah, he cut up his mouth, but he still took it out, put it over, cut his forehead. Um, Ric Flair talks about that, um, where he goes, at one point I was doing it so much when I cut myself, I had too much scar tissue and I wouldn't bleed unless I dug it in. Oh, Jesus. Right. I gotta. I, gotta <laughs> I mean, that's you, commitment man. to the art. <laughs> Any documentary about like 80s and like 90s era wrestling, I will watch every the hell time. out of it because it is an insane 
world what these guys were there's doing a bunch, for our entertainment. There's a bunch of them on Amazon. They're stuff. really good. Um, so anyway, he, he goes, so he puts, throws dust in Duke's eyes. Duke has to fight blind. Um, I, again, this fight, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of slow motion myself. Um, <laughs> How big of a fan? <laughs> but when I am, I am almost positive, uh, that when the fight starts and he gets blinded to the end, the scene itself is like nine minutes. In real time, it's 36 seconds. Because, um, man, it takes forever for this fight to end. And it's just slow motion after slow motion after slow motion. Um, it's just incredible just how gratuitous it is in this scene. Um, but eventually, Duke's overcomes all of the odds and and beaks chongli um and, and he gets him to submit by saying mate that's right that's that that's the key is how he yes which again you know that is not how that really went down he punched him a bunch of times he punched him there was no dust uh he hit him knocked him out cold uh the judges said uh well you win and <laughs> duke's going yeah, i know and then walked off solemnly and yep. that's about so it so there we go uh, and that is blood sport. Really? That's good blood sport. Are you sure we're not going to talk about the five? We're not going to talk about the five endings afterward? <laughs> okay, yeah, go, <laughs> no, go no, ahead. No, let's, no. Let's, no, no, no. let's do I am it done. lightning round style. Go. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> okay. No. I, I, no, I kept sewing. I'm like, oh, man, that was really cool. Well, uh, what, what? Oh, another scene. Okay. That's right. Oh, now they're going back to where the, the elves are. And, and then and, uh, Frodo's waking up. Oh, man. They're they're wow. hanging out with uh, wow. okay. Aragorn again. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh look, boy. there's Bilbo. Oh. I bet you they're going to put him on the boat. And that's the end. Well, oh, we're, oh, we're, we're at Minas Tirith. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, this is the end of the movie. Back in the Shire. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, this, this is not uh, Well, now. I'm glad we're just here. We're just going to catch up on front. No, Samwise. God, I was really wondering what he was up to. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yes, man. yes, the 19 endings. So that is that is the end of Bloodsport. By the way, has its own theme song. Kumite. Oh, the music Kumite in this movie. The theme song. There are there are three songs I believe that play in their entirety in this movie. One yes. of them during that great chase scene that we talked yes. about. Oh man. Yes. So that comes uh, that brings us to the end of Blood. Greg, yes, is Bloodsport still rad? Okay, Bloodsport <laughs> is not a good movie. No, no, it's not. <laughs> not, not even close. Uh, yeah. It's in fact, it's barely a movie. Uh, there's barely anything about it. But yeah, this movie is so <laughs> rad, man. I like the fight scenes. Um. It's it's dumb. I I feel kind of embarrassed <laughs> that I'm saying it's rad, but I I mean, look, it's about a guy fighting, <laughs> and that's it. There's it's it's if that's what you want, if you're like I want to shut my brain off and just watch some guys fight in some pretty decent fight scenes, this is the movie for you. It gets a rad from me. Okay, I am with you. Uh, I was very confused by. I imagine the script was three pages, and and on set they kind of fleshed it out um, as they went. I, I think they just went to locations and filmed things. I think they just said, hey, Jean-Claude, uh, do you have any, like, really cool training montages that you could, you know, we could film? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I like to have myself tied up by a rope and pulled amongst trees. And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Um, There's no semblance of plot. There's no semblance of anything in this movie. I... 
there's not a lot to buy into. The characters aren't even redeemable. Frank Dukes is not a good character. He's just not. He's just a guy who he fights. Has, um, he almost has no arc in this movie. Right. Um, I am with you at the end of this movie. I was like, this is the stupidest piece of crap I've ever watched, and I loved it. It was, yeah, it's it's definitely rad. If only, I some of the training fight scenes at the very beginning, I don't know if it's because the guy he's working with is too old to do real fight scenes. It looked very cheesy. You could tell they weren't hitting each other. The later fight scenes were very, very well done. Um, and you could tell that they were much more staged very, very well. Um, Chong Lee sells this movie entirely by himself. Um, I think without that character, yeah. it's a tough, tough one. I thought it was rad, too. I'm with you. It, it, it's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. Yeah, so. and, and I, I agree that this movie only is only redeemable through Chong Lee. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. You take him out or he's uh, played and, by somebody else's and, movie's a disaster. No, and, and Ogre, Ray Jackson. He was great, too. Uh, we didn't, oh, yeah, we no, didn't no, talk was, about him very much, great. but he was he was very good in this movie, too. So, um, so Greg, I, I mentioned at the very beginning because, I mean, we could play <laughs> What's the Body Count, but we know it's only one. Yeah, two if you count that guy's son who died off screen. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, but I did want to know, we've watched the three biggest um, karate franchises. I know this Kickboxer. I'm not even too familiar with that one myself. I don't. I, I know I've seen it, but Best of the Best, Karate Kid, Bloodsport. Those are the three biggest ones. They spawn tons of um, sequels after this. Mm-hmm. Greg, of the three, Best of the Best, Karate Kid, Bloodsport, which do you think was best karate movie we've seen. Okay, this is this is going to be kind of a complicated answer. That's okay. If you're talking about the best karate movie, it's Bloodsport hands down. If you're talking about the best movie, it's Karate Kid. Cuz Karate Kid is a incredibly well-written, well-made, well-acted movie. <laughs> okay. The karate and it's okay, don't get me <laughs> wrong, but Bloodsport is like that's that's like super rad. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just guys beating the hell out of each other. Bones are coming out. Like, that's, like, that's that's rad. Okay. What do you think, Paul? Uh, for a movie, I'm with you, Karate Kid. Definitely one of the best. Uh, uh, best of these three, for sure. And actually, I would give it the Karate 2. Um, if only because uh, the Bloodsport is good, but again, some of the some of the fighting, it seemed kind of wonky to me. Um, maybe it's because they mix styles too much. It kind of yeah, came off wonky. Be. I think Karate Kid was a little bit truer to to the real thing. Uh, I'll be honest. I bet you it's best of the best is the only one that has actual karate in it because it uses a real point system. <laughs> but um, that movie was crap. So <laughs> we're gonna go with one of these. I'd say the Karate Kid was the better one. I'm not surprised for a movie. Um, it, that movie held up so so well. So I, I'm not surprised with that one. So good. And that brings us to the end uh, of this. So, of course, we thank Mr. Bibbs, as always, uh, for is the best po- for donating to this podcast. You continue to help us out. Obviously, an avid watcher of the live stream. If you uh, if you want to watch the show live, unedited, uh, for the first few days that uh, after we record, we record either Tuesday or Wednesdays, or at around ten thirty p.m. East Coast time. Uh, if you want to join us for that, please log in onto YouTube. It is uh, this rad live stream, correct? Correct. Um, maybe I can put. I can. I don't want to pin a link on our Facebook, but yeah, we we, we post about it pretty regularly, especially on it, days leading up to it. If uh, I normally post a couple of links to let you know where we're gonna be. If you're if you're listening, uh, go like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, 
as soon as uh, about five to ten minutes before we start, we'll send out a, uh, a reminder to get get you on there and start watching. So um, that'd be great. And um, and of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those fun social media spots. And that's about it, um, Greg. So our next movie is supposed to be the probably of the trifecta of fantasy movies: Legend. Uh, what would it be? It would be Legend, Labyrinth, Labyrinth and Willow. Um, so Willow is the movie we were going to do next. I own it on DVD. I, I bought it a long time ago, years and years ago. I do know it is on YouTube in a form, um, but it is not streaming. So Oh, and nowhere, really. No, you can't find it streaming. I was very surprised by this, yes. Um, especially because there's uh, a new Blu-ray coming out again. Um, so I... Let's, let's bump it for now. Okay. Uh, I bet I can either track down a copy, be it from a library or something, okay. or uh, um, I'll buy it, I guess, if I have to. I'd rather not. But, okay. um, um, well, then that means it's... What should we... Okay, so, so that's going to... What do we... Uh, okay, so that means... Uh, let's just... Uh, we have been leading up to this. Uh, unfortunately, there was a hiccup that we didn't realize, so um, our next movie is going to be the last movie in September, and then we go into horror month, so Willow is probably oh, going to be in November. Right. Okay. It'll be in November. That gives us time to find something for you to... That's right. Yeah, okay. That's that good. Gives that's, actually, so, that's, that's actually So better. what is the next uh, movie going to watch? What should we do, then? Um, well, I thought of a movie, uh, just randomly. It is streaming on Amazon. Uh, Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't know if you're up for something like that. It's totally, it's totally different from Bloodsport. Uh, but I don't know why I randomly thought, oh, Swamp Thing. That's 1982 with Adrian Barbeau. Uh, if you're up for it, we can do that, or we can do something else. On I, we've also been looking to do First Blood. Uh, for That's quite a long time. I, you know what? Let's just let's just go Swamp Thing. Yeah. You said it's on Amazon. It is. Yep. Should be streaming. Yeah, there it is. Swamp Thing. Rent it. Yeah, I think it's like two bucks. Yep. Cool. So we will be doing Swamp Thing next. Uh, man, that talk about a dichotomy between the first and second movies because the first one is nothing like the second one. Uh, it's very different, including costumes. <laughs> so uh, we will we're gonna do Swamp Thing next, uh, and that's about it. Uh, I'm done. You done? Um, yeah. I don't I don't really have anything else to say. So yeah. Awesome. Then thank you very much. I've been Paul. I'm Greg. Bye-bye, guys. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.